back to another edition of College Football Pick'em. Week 15 is upon us. Craziness is going on in college football right now. Uh, Christian, uh, John will be on with us here shortly. Um, Christian, what did you find interesting from last week in college football, man? Uh, let's, where do I begin? I mean, there's a lot of interesting things and, you know, me being an Arkansas fan, um, it was interesting to, to, when I found out that, you know, right up at game time, Felipe Franks wasn't going to play. And for the most part, KJ Jefferson impressed me. I mean, you know, we lost, but he, he showed me some, a lot of things to be, uh, Excited for next year uh, if Felipe doesn't stay, which I don't think he will. But, yeah, that's kind of the thing I found interesting. Um, like I said, it was a hard-fought hard game, and we lost by two on a field goal. But, you know, future's bright, I think, for Arkansas. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Uh, I completely agree, Christian. Uh, of course, you know, Felipe. Felipe Franks uh, transferred from Florida, uh, and he may very well come back next year. Like you said, I don't think he will. Um, I would like to see Felipe come back. I think it'd be a good thing for Arkansas. I don't know that they can hold on to KJ Jefferson much longer after that, though, the way the transfer portal works. But yes, mm -hmm. I think if you're an, if you're an Arkansas fan, uh, you have to look at the future as being extremely bright uh, for a number of reasons. Number one, the just the job that Sam, Sam Pittman and his staff has done with this team. Uh, it's basically the same players Chad Morris had, and, and we've seen some wins. We've seen some exciting moments for sure uh, on, the, on, on the field this year for Arkansas. Uh, what I found really interesting, a couple things. First off, uh, Blake Anderson resigning from Arkansas State. Um, yeah. As we know, he lost his wife. Uh, that was a very public uh, deal, a uh, very sad deal. He also lost his father as well. Um, I think just hearing those two things, and, and yeah, uh, yeah, I just found that out yesterday at work. Um, I think, I think what it was for Blake Anderson, and I questioned the move at first, I'll be honest, but I think he just needed a change of scenery. Uh, and I, and I completely understand that. And I mean, I don't think you can get much more of a change of scenery from Jonesboro, Arkansas, than going to the middle of Utah. Uh, that's about as big as a change of scenery yeah. as you can get. But with that being said, I like Blake Anderson. Uh, I'm really looking forward to see what he can do with that Utah State team. Uh, it will definitely be a be a, a, a rebuild process, to say the least. Um, but when you look at this week's games, Christian, uh, of course, you've got your list. I've got mine, and John's got his. Um, this is going to be a very interesting week. Also, the second thing I found very interesting from last week is this. The Big Ten, uh, who by their own account decided to start late and decided to only have a certain number of games, didn't really plan for any uh, COVID-related issues, which, as we saw with Wisconsin and, and Ohio State, Purdue, others, there's been some major issues with COVID-related uh, uh, in the Big Ten. But the fact that they went back and backed off their rule that you have to play six games to make the Big Ten championship. Uh, essentially, it was a move for Ohio State uh, to be able to play in that conference game, in the conference championship game, excuse, excuse me. What do you think of that, Christian? 
Yeah, I'm with you. It's or I think it's kind of a double-edged sword. You mean you're gonna say you're gonna say that you need to play six games, and then what? What's Ohio State five and zero right now? Yeah, I mean, I mean, yes, they're the best team in the Big Ten, but it kind of just to me it shows you know that they are kind of like Alabama is to the SEC, the top dog, and they're gonna get the benefit of the doubt. Um, um, but like I said, going back to the playoffs earlier, they probably are one of the top four or five teams in the country, but I just don't believe six games is enough to, you know, show that, um, as opposed to like a 10 and one A&M or a 10 and one Florida, I think they should get the knot over a undefeated six and Ohio state, but we probably won't see that, um. But like I said, I don't think we will. Yeah, go ahead. I don't think we will. What I find very, what I find very interesting is the fact that you've got Ohio State ranked at number four, Bama ranked at one, and you've got Clemson and Notre Dame ranked at two and three. Well, we know Clemson and Notre Dame are going to take it on one more time in the ACC championship game. That should not as far as revenue or money. You would think. You would think you would it think, would. But as far as like revenue earlier, and money is concerned, yeah, yeah. Well, as far as as far as money and revenue is concerned, would you rather have Alabama play a Notre Dame and have Clemson play in Ohio State? And in theory, that way you can get if Bama wins, then you get Bama versus a Clemson or a, or, or a, a Ohio State, which would obviously get more rank more ratings on tv right but yeah there's numerous things that went on last week um but yeah it's it's the the college football playoff committee I, in my opinion is losing credibility with how they're handling it this year i think this would have been the perfect year to expand the playoff get eight teams and let's go have some fun you're right uh if any year if you're gonna do it in a year this could have been like a tested out year or something but uh yeah, I mean, the the idea of think, thinking there's only four, you know, limiting it to four teams is just there's a lot of good teams out there, and you want to see them prove get to prove it, you know, on the field. Like I said, I mean, A and M did get destroyed by Alabama, but that was earlier in the year. I think if those two teams played again, they it would it would be closer. I really think A and M is a good team. Uh, they beat Florida. Uh, and oh, Florida, yeah, we, they are. And we see how good Florida yeah. is doing. Um, and at the beginning of the year, this was a year that, where, you know, A&M was picked to be this good, and they're actually backing it up. Um, but like you said, it'll probably come down to, you know, the Clemsons, the Notre Dames, the Ohio States, and Alabama, and Florida – you know, they'll be left out if they lose because they'll have two losses. But A&M, I, I feel, is going to get left out of this. Right. Yeah, I do too. I do too. And I mean, I hate to see it. Uh, I think Jimbo Fisher's done an amazing job at A&M this year. Uh, that team's got an identity, and they're staying with it. And it, it, it's kind of fun to watch. Uh, let's go ahead and move over to the who's hot and who's not and are spicy and icy for this week. 
Uh, Christian, give me your team who's hot and team who's not. Well, I'm kind of going to ride the uh, train of uh, Iowa State. Uh, they're, uh, you know, they, they lost two games early in the year and they've just rolled off wins left and right. And I, and they, you know, top 10, they're ranked nine right now, I think. And they beat West Virginia pretty big last week. Um, I just like what they're doing over there. You know, if they can somehow beat Oklahoma, beating Oklahoma twice in the same year, that'd be crazy. Yeah which is going to be hard to do. Oklahoma's playing well as well. Um, but, you know, I guess you could say Iowa State is that surprise team this year. You know, it's uh, if they wouldn't have lost to – I think they lost to Louisiana Lafayette earlier in the year. Yep. Man, if they didn't yep. lose that game, if they didn't lose that game, oh, yeah. they'd only have one loss right now. And you could, you know – maybe make a case for them to sneak in the playoff. I don't know. I'm sure a lot would have to have happened, but, um, and I, who they lost to, who was their other loss to? Can't, uh, can't Iowa think. state. Yeah. I just can't think of uh, off the top of my head. Oh, uh, let's see. Yeah. I, I, I think Matt Campbell, once again, has done an amazing job at Iowa State. Uh, of course, every single year it seems like we hear um, his name being being mentioned for jobs, being mentioned uh, at you know different positions. I've even heard his name mentioned. They lost at Texas, to Oklahoma State. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, I, I think if you're if if you're Matt Campbell, I mean. You've had you've had a number of schools come after you already, and you've stuck around, and you've continued to build Iowa State into a, a very good football team. Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be fun fun to watch. Uh, yeah. Give me your team who's not hot at the moment. Ugh. Uh, there's a lot of those, um, and I could go with the I can go with one of the obvious picks, who a team that hasn't won in a long time. Uh, you know, I could go with Tennessee, but I think Oregon is really cooled down. Uh, they're definitely not hot. Two yeah. two weeks in a row, uh, I think they've lost. Uh, they lost to Oregon yeah. State and then Cal, if I'm not mistaken, back to back weeks. Yeah, that Cal loss was a that's a bad loss against Cal. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Oregon. They're you know supposed to be the cream of the crop of their of the Pac-12 and. So far, just, you know, not producing like they should. And I think it's – I think USC is a good team. Uh, but, like you, like I said earlier, how can they get in when they've only played four games? I mean, right. I mean, right. it's just uh, – it's a mess, man. My, yeah, it's very – it is. It is. The whole college football landscape is a mess right now. Uh, I think when you look at my who's hot, who's not for this week, I've got a couple teams each. Uh, speaking of USC, I think they're hot. Uh, Clay Helton's done a good job there. They're undefeated. Uh, they're not being talked about. Uh, I think if you're a USC Trojan fan, you're a little upset right now. Uh, looking at them, they're undefeated. Uh, they're coming in uh, this week at number 15 against UCLA. 
huge rivalry mm-hmm. game this week. Uh, I think it's going to be a tall task for Clay Helton to keep his guys motivated against a Chip Kelly team. It's a good, well-coached team. Uh, that game right. is on John's list. So as soon as John gets in here this morning, we'll get his list going. Uh, my other team who's hot, I've been riding them all season. Yeah, if John gets in it. Uh, the other team that's, that's, that's hot, Coastal Carolina. Uh, once once oh, yeah. again, they're, they're setting up another matchup. They're setting up a matchup against uh, probably Louisiana in the uh, Sunbelt Championship game. Uh, but I think they've got a very tricky game today against the Troy football team that's good. Uh, I think it's going to be a big test to see just where this team is mentally. Uh, can mm-hmm. they get past the last hurdle before that championship game? Uh, Coastal Carolina is very fun to watch. Uh, I've got two teams that are not hot. Number one is Louisiana Monroe. Uh, yeah. Aren't I they still winless? Last week or the week before is my not hot team. They're still winless. Uh, I feel bad for them, man. They just – they had a nice little team last year, and now they don't. And I, I think that coach is probably going to end up losing his job at the end of the year as well. Um, another team that's not hot is the Arizona Wildcats. If you go back and look at that game last Jeez. night against Arizona State, they got 70 points put on them last night. By the the kickoff was ran back for a touchdown. Uh, you can't do that. You can't get beat like that. Uh, you got to put up some kind of fight. I think Kevin Summon will probably lose his job over that loss. Uh, they're over as well. I think they're 0-5 now. Uh, Arizona is probably uh, going to be looking for a new head coach next year. That's my yeah. two – who's hot and who's not. And how about Herm Edwards, the job he's doing at Arizona State? He's, you know, or at least he, he his team yeah. played well last night. That's all I'll say about it. I like the guy, though. They got their first win last night. That's I do, too. I, Herm Edwards is a great coach, great motivator. Um, always been a lot of fun in, in the press conference room, for sure. Uh, you play to win the game. You know, as we all know, we've heard that before. Uh, Kristen, you want to go ahead and start picking some games, man? Yeah. Um, like I said, I got seven games here. I'll start with uh, the Virginia Tech and Virginia rivalry. That's a that's a game where, you know, it's not uh, talked about a lot, but it's always one of those rivalries that, you know, they're fun to watch. It's fun to watch those two teams play. Uh, Virginia is a three-point – or Virginia Tech's a three-point favorite, right? Um, yeah, yeah, that's a whole, it's always the hardest game to pick for me. Um, it's just the game's usually really close, but I, I'm gonna go with Virginia Tech in this one. Um, you know, their new coach there, can't think of his name, replaced Beamer. Uh, Fuente. Oh, Fuente. 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 He, he came yes. from Memphis. Uh, yeah, he came from Memphis. Yeah. You know, he had a bad loss against, uh, well, I don't know if it was a bad loss, but they lost to Liberty earlier in the year. And you thought maybe that might be a game where his seat get, gets a little hot. But, you know, I think he's rattled off. They've rattled off some wins since then. And, you know, they're back to being a better team, uh, the team we thought they could be. But like I said, it's, 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 it's tough to beat your rival. And, you know, I could see Virginia coming in and winning this game, but, I'm going to go with Virginia Tech to cover. Uh, I will agree with you on this one. I think Virginia Tech's going to get the win today. Uh, Justin Fuente is, has done it. He's on the hot seat. 
Uh, I think partly because he went and tried to go get the Baylor job last year when the team, when the school asked him not to go interview for it. Uh, I think he's just kind of set some bad precedents there. But give me Virginia Tech to get the win today. I think they'll cover the three easily. Uh, and, oh, by the way, uh, just for everybody's uh, purposes, uh, these picks are for entertainment purposes only. We're not taking money and putting them on them. Uh, this is just a fun way for us to uh, have a show. Um, all right, what you got next, Christian? Or, or do you want to do a, a game from my list? It doesn't matter, however you want to do it. Oh, yeah, I can do – or I can do my games and then you can do yours or something. Uh, okay. Interesting game as well today, uh, Vandy and Tennessee. Um, two teams where, you know, having bad seasons. Uh, Vandy's probably coming into this game. This is like their one chance to, you know, get a win this year. One chance to get a win this year. And if they can do it against Tennessee, what better way, you know, to end their year. And ten, it's one of those games for Tennessee. You better not lose this game if you're Jeremy Pruitt. Um, no, no. Like I said, you know, I know, I know the fans at Tennessee are already, you know, wanting him gone. Uh, but to lose to Tennessee, I mean, lose to Vandy at the end of the year would not be a good look. Um, I don't have much confidence in Tennessee to win this game, but. I think I think all in all they are the better team and they should beat Vanderbilt and I think they will beat Vanderbilt. Um, but I don't see them winning next week against A and M. But Tennessee Tennessee gets the win today. What's the spread on that one? Uh, Tennessee is a fourteen and a half point favorite. Uh, do you think they yeah. win or do you think they win and cover? I think they can cover that. Um, you know, they're going to have to eventually stick with a quarterback, though. Uh, can't play this. We saw where Arkansas last year, you know, the QB carousel, you can't really. A, gosh. Yeah, that's I mean, so that's kind of what we're seeing at um, Tennessee I, this year. Very similar. Uh, of course, you know, Jared uh, Garantano uh, was just not, not good. I mean, let's just be honest. And then you got Shroud uh, coming in. You got Harrison Bailey coming yeah. in. I mean, it's yeah, it's it's. I think that Bailey kid is probably their best bet. I think I I I guess that's who they're going with. I really don't know. Uh, I think this is a game that if you're Jeremy Pruitt, you cannot lose. Uh, you lose this game. It changes week to week for trouble. Jeremy on what quarterback he's going to play. It changes week to week. It really he's does. Pretty much. Pretty much said that. Yeah, it really. Yeah, it really does. It's a week-to-week thing, and that's generally not a good position to be in if you're a head coach because uh, that's a lot of media questions you really don't want to answer. Um, I think right. if you are Vanderbilt, you throw everything out today. You throw every trick play you got in your playbook. I mean, what do you got to lose? Nothing. Uh, give me Tennessee to win this game today, but I don't think they'll cover. I think Vandy will keep it close. I think this will be a three three-point game, six-point game, something like that. Yeah, 14 points is a lot. Um, ooh, it's, it's also a hard game to pick. Um, I'm going to say they don't cover that today. I'm going to say Vandy keeps it close. And if it's a close game, I think that favors Vandy. It does. I, I completely agree. It does, most definitely. All right, what you got up next, man? Uh, let's see here. Next on my list, let's go with 
Illinois Northwestern. Um, the line on that one. Uh, Northwestern by 13 and a half. Northwestern by 13 and a half. Yeah. I think they'll, uh, they'll cover that. Um, and then set up a big week, uh, big game next week against Ohio state. Uh, so uh, that also leads me to my point. If Northwestern beats Ohio state next, if they win this week and beats Ohio state, do you put them in the playoff? No. Western? Yeah. Or well, if they've lost though, they've lost. They they uh, lost to Michigan against... State in, in a in a in a pretty ugly game a couple weeks back. Um, I think if you're if you're Northwestern, I think you win this game. I think you win it easily. Actually, uh, Illinois is not that good. Lovey uh, Smith done a good job there, but it's just it's very hard to win at Illinois as we've seen. Uh, but to your point about Northwestern beating Ohio State, I think if North and I want to see Northwestern beat Ohio State, it's I'll not, come out and yeah. say it now live. It doesn't bother me. Um, I want to see it. If they do, then Ohio State should not be in. No questions about it. Uh, uh, I don't think you can put them in, depending on how they lose. If they lose close, they'll probably put them in. But give me Northwestern in this one. Give me Northwestern by 17 points today. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm on board with that. I just don't think Illinois is quite where they need to be yet. No, they're they're not. They're not. All right. What you got next? Uh, let's go with Georgia and um, Mizzou. Mizzou. Yeah, that's a okay. sneaky good yeah. game. I mean, I think that can be a sneaky good game. Uh, we saw. I agree. We saw what Mizzou can. Mizzou offensively is just very tough to. They're tough to stop, man. Um. And Georgia, you know, playing a lot better. They've kind of turned their season around a little bit. Got a JT Daniels in there. Uh, but like I said, I can see this game being close, maybe a seven-point game. And Georgia's – I mean, Missouri's, Missouri's a, a hot team right now. Uh, yeah, Missouri's uh, playing some good football right now. Uh, Georgia – Georgia has problems with high-powered offenses. I think we, we, we saw that quite evidently against Alabama this year. Uh, of course, Alabama, don't get me wrong, they're putting points on everybody. But uh, this Missouri offense is very tricky. It's, there's a lot of different stuff going on, a lot of motions, a lot of smoke screen motions and stuff like that. Uh, that quarterback, Basilek, is slinging the ball everywhere. Uh, give me Georgia to win this game, but they won't cover. I think Missouri will keep it close. What's the spread? 14 for Georgia. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't think they'll cover that. And it'll be a lower scoring game because Georgia's defense is going to, you know, they're going to hold Missouri, I think. But Missouri's defense yeah. is going to have to step up today to keep them in it. And from what we saw last week, their defense, their defense is not much better than, you know, Arkansas's right now. Uh, it was one of those just, you know, who's had the ball last type scenarios last week. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. 
like I said, I'll think Missouri will come into this game pumped up, but I don't think it'll be enough to get the win. Uh, and my next, we got Stanford, Oregon State. Um, Stanford, you know, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, oh, yeah, they're two and two on the year, Oregon State two and three. This is one of those games, you know, at the beginning of the year, you might have said, oh, that's Stanford easily. But uh, Oregon State, after getting a big win over, um, their rival uh Oregon and then last well last week they lost to Utah I just think Oregon State's kind of one of those sleeper teams this year you know you don't want to take them take it take them too lightly um we got sorry to cut you off Christian uh Michael Michael Posey I'm glad you're watching buddy Uh, I just got to your to your uh comments on Facebook uh he said John Starvitz probably lost at the Liberty Bowl right now. I hope yeah. he's not lost, Michael. The game doesn't start till 245 today, so I hope he's not lost. Go ahead, Christian. There's no telling, man. He – I don't know. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah, I like uh, I like uh, Stanford in this one to get the win on the road. They're favored by three. I think they'll cover that. And it'll be one of those games where Stanford maybe pulls away late, but I like, but I like the the tree in this game. You like the tree. The tree. Uh, David Shaw's done a good job at Stanford. Uh, he's done a good job. You know, Jim Harbaugh. Harbaugh was there before, left, uh, and then David Shaw took over. David Shaw's done an amazing job. Uh, pumped out some good running backs. Uh, McCaffrey uh, with Cleveland with the Carolina oh, yeah. right now being one of them. Uh, Oregon State, give me Oregon State to get the win today. I think Oregon Whoa. State's going to surprise Stanford. Uh, this is one of my this is one of my upsets this week. Uh, give me Oregon State to get the win. Okay, I like it. Um, next game, Penn State, Michigan State, which is two struggling teams to say the least. But Penn State has won two in a row. Uh, maybe enough yeah. to save his jo- maybe enough to save Franklin's job if they can finish the season strong but um, Penn State's favored in this one which I never thought we'd say that they've been they will be favored in a game this year but yeah they're favored <laughs> and I think uh, they're playing some good football and I think they'll get the win I think they've turned things around just a little bit it took them five games to do it but I think they've turned the corner this year. I don't, you know, I think they're starting to play for James Franklin now and play hard for him. I think they know that his job is kind of on the line, and I think they'll get the win at Michigan State this today in cover. Give me Penn State to 15 and a half is what I'm showing favorite. That's a lot, though. I think Michigan State, it is a lot. Uh, give me give me Michigan State to win this game today. I think Michigan State's playing pretty well. Uh, they got beat bad last week, but uh, I, I like the job that that coach is doing there. They, uh, he came from Colorado. Um, I, didn't, I didn't know it was Michigan a 15. And, I didn't know if they were favored by 15, so I, I, I don't think they'll cover 15. <laughs> okay. 
All right, what you got next? You got one game left, and I already know what it is. Yeah, Arkansas, Alabama. Uh, every time I see every time I see Alabama on the schedule, I'm just thinking, oh, you know, Alabama. Um, but there's something tells me Arkansas is going to fight today. They're just going to – I think they're going to fight. But – you know, they can give all the fight they want and play probably their best game and still lose today. Um, it's just one of those games where you almost have to play perfect and you have to hope that they make mistakes, which doesn't happen very often. Um, I say it's no. close for a half, but Alabama, 32-point favorite. Something tells me they won't cover that, though. I don't think they will. You know, it may be a four-touchdown win instead of a five-touchdown win. Uh, but it would not shock me if Arkansas, you know, keeps it a little closer than that possibly, but yeah, I like Alabama to win and, but they won't cover the 32. Yeah. I mean, obviously when you look at Alabama, they they come into this game today, 32 point favorite, like you said, which is an insane amount of numbers. Um, yeah. if you look at Arkansas, Obviously, the key today is don't make mistakes, and that's very hard to do against a – I mean, I'll go ahead and say it. They're the best team in the country. Uh, Alabama's number one for a reason. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, if you look at Arkansas defensively, you got to stop Mac Jones. you got to stop uh, – what's that guy's name? Devontae Smith, the real good wide receiver. Little, and they thrive off uh, the big Swiss play. Guy and, that's they all, got. and that's what Arkansas, you know, yeah. we said earlier. And that's – They can't stop the big play. Yeah, exactly. That's if you're Arkansas today, and as hard as it's going to be, you've got you can't give up the big play against Alabama. Um, that's going to be very difficult. Uh, also, offensively, you've got to maintain ball control. You've got to hold on to the football, and you can't give them the ball. You can't give up the ball. You can't have turnovers. Uh, that's going to be the key today. Uh, I think Alabama will win the game, but I think Arkansas will keep it. Uh, under 32 points. I don't want to say they'll keep it close, close, but I think Arkansas is going to show up today with some fight. Uh, the the job Sam Pittman's done with just turning this this team's mental mm-hmm. focus around, I think, has been one of the most impressive jobs I've seen uh, in a long, long, long time. Yeah, uh, yeah give me Bama to win uh, just because I think they will, uh, but I, I think Arkansas will cover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, as far as my games are concerned, and uh, and we can run through John's games too. I've got them wrote down. Uh, my first game is going to be LSU Florida. Florida is a twenty three and a half point favorite. Of course, as we know, Florida's got a meeting with Alabama coming up. Could Florida be overlooking LSU? I very highly doubt it. Uh, LSU came out this week and said they were self-imposing a one-year playoff ban for this season for uh, a season they may not even make a bowl anyway for what uh, I, I mean i mean what okay so you're going to impose a one-year ban i think they saw an this opportunity. year i think they're doing it because the ncaa is coming down on them i think the I ncaa think they saw is an opportunity to lay the hammer on them to yeah to uh you know in a year where they're not very good, a year they're probably they may not even make a bowl anyway. But even a just you know a COVID year, just 
and sell, yep. get the band out of the way so that way next year they can be back in the mix. Yeah, uh, I, I can definitely see that. Um, I think Florida wins this game. I think Florida wins this game big. I think Florida blows LSU off the field today. Uh, give me Florida by 28. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, Florida is just too good offensively. You know, their defense still a little questionable at times, but um, like I said, they're it's a game where in, in years past you might say, oh, LSU could come and win this game. And but I don't I think Florida could overlook LSU a little bit and still win. I think they're just that good. Um yeah. And then it'll I, set up a I good completely agree. Good week next week against Bama. Yeah, I think that Bama Florida game next week is going to be incredible. Um, I mean, I, I I know we'll have a big show next week with all the championship games going on. Uh, yeah, Florida's going to win this game big today. Uh, up next, staying in the SEC, uh, we've got Auburn uh, coming in as a six and a half point favorite, traveling to Starkville tonight to take on the Mississippi State Bulldogs. Uh, that line is just not very big. Oh, oh, breaking news! Breaking news. John Sturdivant is getting ready to be on the show, ladies and gentlemen. Let's give him a hand. Let's give him a hand. John Sturdivant is back on the show. Welcome back, John. Welcome back, buddy. Welcome back. How you doing, John? Welcome to the show. He's alive. I know. I feel bad now. All righty. So we've already gone through all of Christian's games. And we're now on my list. John, give me your LSU Florida pick. Florida's a 23 and a half point favorite. Uh, let's go. Get your camera fixed. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> He's back, ladies and gentlemen. No need to worry. John Sturdivant is not lost at the Liberty Bowl. He is back on the show. And he's froze. Yes, he is. <laughs> he is completely frozen. Um, John Sturdivant's on the show, folks. He's down there at the bottom. He's froze. I don't know what's going on. He's now on mute. He's off mute. John Sturdivant, what's going on, man? John Sturdivant is speechless on this game, Christian. He does not know who yeah. to pick. Florida LSU. Uh, get like I said, give me Florida big. Um, Auburn, Mississippi State, back to that game real quick while John unfreezes. He's in the uh, oh, now he's gone. Um, Auburn, Mississippi State, Mississippi State is just been the question mark, I think, from the uh, one of the big question marks in the SEC this year. That first game, man, they came out like hot, 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 blew out LSU. We all got excited, they had video game numbers. Yep. And then they came to Arkansas, and they, they haven't just they haven't been the same since they played Arkansas. Um, but Auburn's playing some pretty good football right now. Uh, I, I'm not a Chad Morris fan, as you know, but he's doing pretty well as an offensive coordinator down there. Um, yeah. Give me Auburn to win this game by uh, 10 points today. I think Auburn will win by 10. I don't know. Yeah. Johnny, guys. 
What? Technically, audio issues again. Yeah, we saw it. <laughs> no, somebody muted me. I see, huh? Oh well, you're not muted now. All right, John. Auburn, Mississippi State. Who you got? Uh, points for it, please. Uh, six and a half. Auburn. Oh, easy. Auburn. Okay. Uh, Florida LSU. Florida twenty three and a half. <sighs> Florida by let's say twenty three. Yeah, right. Twenty three and a half. Okay. Uh, all right, Christian. I'm just gonna run through your list real quick with John just to get him caught up. Uh, Penn State, Michigan State, fifteen and a half. Penn State. That's a lot of points, but I think Penn State will cover that. But I think it'll be close. Okay. Uh, Stanford, Oregon State. Stanford, two point five. Man, Oregon State's been playing some decent ball lately, but I really think maybe Stanford will – is that Oregon State, though? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Stanford. All right. Uh, Oga, Mizzou. Oga, 14. Oh, God. Uh, Missouri, depends on what offense shows up, it really does with them lately. Yeah. I would say the same team – I mean, if they show up like they do, nothing against Vanderbilt, no respect to them at all. I mean, no disrespect to Vanderbilt. But um, if Missouri clicks on all figures, they need to give them respect. Like they did against Vanderbilt, I think Georgia could have like a yeah. high scoring affair with them. And I think that's where it concerns me is the secondary. And then the wide receiver plays also for Georgia because there's at least three players have optioned out for Georgia on the wide receivers as well. Hmm. And something's really like I like Kirby Smart, but I think something's really going on with that program for a lot of players to option out like everywhere yeah. else in the country right now. But I really I'm think, with you. I really think Georgia though will definitely th- uh maybe like a thirty one to fourteen type maybe, hopefully maybe game. Okay. Uh Northwestern Illinois. Northwestern's thirteen and a half point favorite. You know, Illinois is always that's at Illinois, right? Yes. Illinois plays some time. It was like a robbery game in that one. Uh, but I think Northwestern is going to pull it out. Yeah. It is a robbery game, I guess. You're right. All right. Uh, yeah, it it is. Uh, Vandy UT UT's fourteen and a half point favorite. If Tennessee does not win by elite, nothing, like I said, no disrespect again toward Vanderbilt, but if Tennessee, Tennessee has better athletes, bottom line, on that football yeah. team. And um, yeah. Vanderbilt is just, they're losing players also, left and right. Maybe Sarah Fuller will actually get some kicking in if she's actually kicking this week. Um, Man, what if they, what if she kicked a game winner against, Tennessee, that would really that Jeremy Pruitt's gone after that, dude. That would be awful to see. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know, it's just Vanderbilt. I hate to say it, but Derek Mason, like you said, like he don't have like you don't have the fan support there. I've been saying all like the last couple of years, for example, well, he's fired. He got fired, didn't he? Yeah, it's sad when you don't have the fan uh, support. Yeah, 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 he, yeah he's gone. I mean. But the thing is, you know, you got a new athletic director. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's just getting worse right. and worse there. Maybe that, I thought the SEC, I'm not going to lie, when the SEC made a special announcement at 5 o'clock last year, 
I thought they were expanding to more teams or something like that the other day. No. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, here's the thing. Memphis will never get in the SEC. I mean, they just won't. Tennessee's a founding member, and they don't want us in, so we're never going to get in. That's just a fact. I mean, that's just how it is. Uh, John, Virginia. Well, there's a lot of teams that would be before Tech, them. Virginia. Yeah, hang on one second. Yeah, yeah Tennessee I agree. will cover. Virginia Tech, Virginia, John, three points. Oh, good. Real quick, Tennessee does not win by 20-plus. Then there's more issues in that program than God knows how many issues. Yeah, I'm with you. But, yeah, Tennessee, go ahead. Uh, Rob Meredith just said, I'm hearing Jamie Chadwell is favorite to be new Vandy head coach. Could very well be. Uh, Virginia Tech, Virginia. Virginia Tech, three-point favorite, John. Uh, Virginia Tech, three-point favorites at home. Justin Floyd needs this win. Um, I know he's got a good experience in him in the past and whatnot, but I'm definitely going to pull a shocker here and take Virginia Tech. All right. Uh, Bama, Arkansas. Bama, 32-point favorite. Man, Alabama's defense has really, 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 really got a lot better. Yeah. And you're getting to me. You're getting the people's eyebrows too, by the way. Go ahead. Do what? <laughs> I think you're, you're, getting the, you're getting the people's eyebrow right now, but go ahead. Yeah, hey, he is. Drew Johnston said hogs by 20. Drew said hogs <laughs> by 20. Look at Drew. Get him, Drew. I just want to win by one. <laughs> Kristen said, I'll take a one point win, but yeah, 20 is fine too. Thank you for watching the show, Drew. Give us a share. Christian wants a seven overtime. No, he wants a seven overtime game with Alabama. Hey, if we can, if we can take them to seven overtimes, then then something's going right at, on, at the hill. Oh heck yeah! If you, you take know, Alabama very, to seven like, overtimes, Alabama may, Alabama may not be ranked number one next week. Yeah, Alabama don't have a decent kicker sometimes as well, so Arkansas could kick the winning field goal. <laughs> we don't have a kicker either, man. Maybe yeah, the Arkansas kicker is just as shady as Alabama's this year. No. All right, John, who you got? We're trying to get to. Yeah, I think Arkansas to cover, but Alabama to win the game. Okay. All right. Hopefully, uh, Arkansas does not have. All right, you got Auburn. Hopefully, we didn't even think that Arkansas would not have a letdown like last week as well. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Right, you picked I, Auburn, right? I had a headache for two days after that game. Yeah, what'd you say? You got Auburn, you got Florida, right? Right. Okay. Uh, up next, we got Oklahoma State, six-point favorite against Baylor. You taking them Bears, John? That game is still being played after all? Yeah. With all those COVID – wow, I'm just kind of surprised because throughout the week, Oklahoma State had a lot of COVID cases going on. But, yeah. again, who doesn't still know? to be yawning, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> no, I won't go to Oklahoma State still. So. Okay. Uh, give me Oklahoma State as well. I think they're playing good football right now. I think Baylor is just a couple years away. Uh, Dave Aranda will get them turned around, but not right now. Uh, give me Oklahoma State. Christian, who you got? Yeah. Um, Oklahoma State's kind of a uh, inconsistent football team. Um but, you know, I do think – I think that they will get the win today. Um, 
I just don't, you know, Baylor's not where they need to be yet. It would be a pretty big upset if they were to win today. Um, Huge upset. But I don't see that happening. I don't see it. I think Oklahoma State wins and covers. All right. we got Minnesota. It's going to be a question with the running game because Hubbard is not 100% with that injury as well. And it showed last week against TCU. Good point. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. He, he struggled last week. Uh, up next, we got Minnesota traveling to Nebraska to take on the fighting Scott Frost. Nebraska is an eight-point favorite. Give me the Huskers. John, he got eight-point favorite for Nebraska. Yeah, Minnesota is another team that we cannot figure out at all either because one week they're good, one week they can't score points. Uh, yeah, Nebraska, Scott Frost. Has got, I think, finally, hopefully, the quarterback, Martinez, hopefully will have a good game in this one as well again. Nebraska. Yeah. Um, I'm just looking. The cream of the crop, yeah, in the Big Big Ten right now is Iowa, Northwestern, Ohio State. And everyone else is pretty bad. Um, but if I had to put a fourth team in there, I'd say right now it'd be um, like a pin. Well, Wisconsin. But – yeah, I think Minnesota, it's one of those games where you look at the two head coaches, uh, you know, Scott Frost and P.J. Fleck. That's a pretty uh, pretty exciting matchup there. But two two coaches that, you know, seem to be go, going in opposite directions with their program. Hey, Bree. I'm just – no. <laughs> no, but, that um, look was for John. Hey, I didn't see nothing. What is she talking about? <laughs> yeah, give me Minnesota. Yeah, I think it's going to be a good matchup. I, I think P.J. Fleck, I think P.J. Fleck's done a great job rowing the boat in Minnesota. Uh, you Are, are you going to take Minnesota? Row the boat. Row the boat. Yeah, this is my upset pick. I like Minnesota to win on the road. Nice. Okay. John, who you got? Nebraska. Okay. But like I said, uh, like I said, uh, my question next. is – real quick, Wes. My question is still Go ahead. the quarterback play at Nebraska, though. If Martinez is putting on all cylinders, like he – what was – who they beat last week again? Who? Minnesota uh, – uh, Nebraska? Nebraska. Yeah. Uh, they – Purdue. Beat – Hang on one second. I can check. Yeah, Purdue. yeah, they beat. Yeah, they if they play up to par like they did against Purdue last week at Purdue, Nebraska should have a decent game against Minnesota and win by maybe two touchdowns. But again, Bruce said, "Row that damn question. boat." <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> that means Bruce said, "Row that damn boat." That means that means he's going for Minnesota. All right, uh, up means, next we got you UNLV. Get you get in a boat and start rowing the boat. That's right. You row the boat. All right. Uh, up next, we've got UNLV traveling to the island to take on the Hawaii Rainbows tonight, today, tonight, whenever the game is. Hawaii's a 19-point favorite. Give me the Rainbows. UNLV is terrible. <laughs> UNLV yeah. better – hey, UNLV, the only thing they got good for them right now, they live in Vegas. That's the only – and they That's play it. John Gruden. They play – 
They play in John Gruden Stadium. Let's go, Hawaii and Todd Grantham. Let's go. Yeah. Aloha. Yeah, I can't Christian, pick against. Got? I can't pick against the uh, the rainbows either. Uh, Give me a Hawaii. All right. Uh, up next, we've got the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers, <laughs> a thirteen and a half point favorite today against Troy. Can Coastal stay perfect? Is the question around the country. I think they can. That performance last week against BYU, which was basically a tender date. Nobody even knew each other. They just showed up and met on a football field and yep. had what I think what I think was the game of <sighs> the year last week. Give me Coastal Carolina. Give me the Shanty Clares. Let's go. Drew's calling for the upset. He said Troy's going to win. You know? Who knows? But give me Coastal Carolina. He may be onto something here. I kind of like Troy, not 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 in this game necessarily, but I just think uh, if anybody can do it, we've seen Troy pull upsets before. Um, uh, Coastal, you know, will they close the season out strong? It's hard to go eleven and zero. It it really is. It is. It is. No matter who you play, to at the end of the year, it's hard to hard to get that last win. But. Uh, do it, Christian. Do it. Do it. Give me Troy. I'm gonna go with Troy. <laughs> he's taking Troy. I knew I he was gonna do it. I knew he was gonna do it. I really am. I think the question is, <laughs> uh, Drew said, "John, did you just have a heart attack?" <laughs> uh, That's what I'm like. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, the question is, will Jamie Jamie Chadwell have his team prepared today? Do you overlook Troy looking at that conference championship Thir- and possibly more? Thirteen and a half is not that, much. That's thirteen and a half is not. You know, it's not a lot. It's, it's not really a not. lot. It's really not. I think Coastal will do it. John, who you got? Man, Coastal. Give me a man. If Troy does win this, I'll come on with my shirt off. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Whoa, whoa, no, John, do not come on the show with your shirt off if Troy wins this game. No. I'm saying we'll be all breaking right. so many Facebook it, standards. I'll do it for real. Okay. All right. If, if if Troy wins, folks, everybody watching, everybody listening, if Troy wins the game today, John That's the end of our channel right there. Was forty five minutes late to the show this week, but hopefully next week will be on time. But he will not have a shirt on next week. So that's the end of our channel. As we know it. Hey, I didn't say how long. Yeah, that's, it, that's it. Our show's gonna be done. Yeah, our show will be off the air after next week. Yeah, it's, it's but, we're gonna no, have to change the name for real. Um, <laughs> call this shirtless episode. Uh, all right. <laughs> My last game is. This is the Memphis game at 245 today. <laughs> Drew what in the said, world was that? I'll watch you. John, <laughs> Drew said, I'll watch with my shirt off. <laughs> uh, up next, we've got Memphis taking on Houston today. Houston has had eight games canceled due to COVID. Awesome. I'm really surprised this game's going to be played, but it is. Give me the Memphis Tigers are a five-point favorite at home. No, Tigers are underdogs, kind of man. 
You said they've had games. eight games canceled? Oh, sorry. Yes, Houston has had eight games total canceled this year. Tigers are uh, underdogs at home. The Tigers. Oh, sorry. Tigers are underdogs at home. Even more reason. Give me the Tigers. Uh, the key today is the offensive line. We got to get the ball running. We got to run the ball. Excuse me. We got to run the ball really well. Uh, uh, give me Memphis to get the win today. John, what you got? Breaking news, people. The game time has been changed again. No, I'm kidding. But uh, the way the, the, way the, oh the Tigers. About to say. <laughs> the game has been canceled. <laughs> but the way that the game time has been changing throughout the week is kind of on my nerves. That's why I was breaking news again. Yeah, it's it, just, really it's been, it really it's has. It really has. Yeah, from 11 a.m. to 2.30 to 2.45 to 2.15 to 2.45. That, you know, is... <laughs> And then the basketball team on top of that, 4 o'clock, 4.30, who cares? Just put the game on TV and hurry up and take a decision. I know with all these cancellations and whatnot, that's just ridiculous. We have West. Like you said, the offensive line is key today against a team that hasn't played in so many weeks. And uh, there could be some interesting developments, like we talked about with Danny last week. Brady White White could be the all-time passing yards right now leader. I think he just needs like 53 more yards to pass that. But uh, the running game, well, the question is, will Drake Clark see any more action, you know, this game as well? Because the last two games, he hasn't really been 100%, and he's not able to play. And another key fact, defensive line, you know, with O'Brien Goodson, out for the season with that injury, prayers to him for a speedy recovery. JoJo Dorcius, as we know, as one of the good defenders on that defensive line. And sure enough, I'm hoping in home – it's at home. We're always good at home lately. But uh, Houston not playing so many games and so, and so much of a layoff could hurt them because Memphis is still playing games and they really are still playing games. But I'll take Memphis yeah, 20. We've got a, yeah. what, a 15, we've got a 15 game winning streak at home. Is that right? 15, 16? Really? 15 or 16, yeah. Now? Yeah, we're at least in the top 10. Yeah, it's, I know it's that. 15 or 16 yeah. straight. Yeah. I mean, but not I, not counting the Liberty Bowl against Iowa State, which that was a bowl game. We've won 15 or 16 straight at home. Right. But they count that one as a where you were the away team, I think, in that one. But yeah, because we're actually in the way locker room and whatnot. But I'm definitely thinking that the offensive yeah. line hope I mean the real question is like everybody keeps on asking me, even my dad has brought this up to me. One of our offensive linemen has not been playing the couple last couple of games. And I'm trying to figure out, is he hurt? Because like Terry has said, Brian has said, Silverfield really doesn't like to talk about injuries that much right. at all. So I'm thinking this I'm thinking this offensive line has been moved around a lot the last couple of games. And I know we got that Duke offensive lineman coach from Duke last year, but it makes me think no. who's what? West wow. But anyway, long story short, I'm definitely picking Memphis 38, Houston 27 type ball game. Hopefully. Hopefully I'm praying because like I think Houston wins on the road today. Tiger. What? 
Yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, you heard it. <laughs> All right. Give me some interesting why you got Houston winning that game. Then I just like um, you like, like you uh, like you like their coach and advisor. It's okay. Well, I looked at the schedule. They they beat Tulane pretty good, and Tulane. But, well, we did lose to Tulane, but yeah, and y'all lost to Tulane, but. Um, you know, like you said, you have a good point about them, you know, maybe coming in a little rusty because of not playing games, but, um, I, I just think Houston's going to get the win. I don't really know why. I just have that feeling. Yeah. I just think right. Houston's going to get the John, win. John, you ready to get to here? Well, first of all, could you oh, mute okay. this guy? Uh, John, you ready? Could you, hey, yeah, could you mute that guy in front of me, please? <laughs> he picked Houston, the Cougars, to win the game. I mean, we all have our own opinions, John. It doesn't mean they're right opinions, but everybody has their own. I'm going to do that people's uh, eyebrow. Up next, John, let's go ahead and get to your list. <clears throat> all right, so, uh, John, you've got Utah, two-point favorite, taking on Colorado. What do you think uh, of that I'm thinking Colorado because it's at home for one thing. Uh, two, I think Colorado is probably one of the best teams in the Pac-12 this year uh, because Oregon has been a train wreck the last couple of weeks and losing stupid ball games. Uh, Colorado would definitely show. I don't know what their remaining schedule is after they Pac-12 is only playing twelve games, right? Uh, ten, I think. Isn't it? No, because next week should be the end of the year almost. Because bowls start soon. Yeah, I think Pac-12 is playing six. Yeah, I think Pac-12 is playing six games. But uh, Colorado's at home. A little bit too more athleticism, in my opinion. Uh, maybe Vegas sees something we don't. Who knows? But uh, I think Colorado's going to pull it out now. Yeah, I'm with you. I think Colorado's going to beat Utah and, you know, Utah's been kind of that team this year where it's like, what are we going to get from them? You know, are we going to also, yeah, they've also had some cancellations and whatnot too. Yeah. It's just, it hasn't been a good year. It has, well, so far it hasn't been a good year for Utah. Um, but like you said, it could be due to COVID and all that, but everybody's dealing with that. It's almost like we've, you just got to deal with it. Um, but yeah, I like Colorado to win after, uh, yeah, I just think they'll score too many points and Utah won't be able to keep up with the the scoring of the Buffaloes. Colorado's a good football team. I think they're one of the better teams in the Pac-12. Uh, I think USC is the best team in the Pac-12, but we'll get to them in a minute. Uh, Colorado's got good athletes. Colorado's well coached. Uh, but with all that being said, give me Utah to get the upset today against Colorado. Uh, I think Utah is Kyle – Kyle Whittingham's done an amazing job there. Uh, does a great job recruiting. Does a great job of uh, a lot of different things. But give me Utah to get the win today. Uh, uh, let's see. Up next, Johnny Boy, you've got the Commander-in-Chief trophy, Navy, and Army. Army is favored in this game by, by three and a half points. John, who you got in the Commander-in-Chief today? John is frozen. frozen again. All right. Yep. Uh, give me 
Army to get the win today. Uh, I think that uh, Navy just has some major problems, man. I mean, I saw it firsthand against Memphis a few weeks back. Uh, Navy is just having issues. Give me Army to get the win today. John, what about you? This is the, I haven't missed no other game except for this one, right? Huh? I've only missed this one up to date, right? Navy Army? No. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. You okay. Go ahead. Oh, man. I covered some players on both sides of the ball back in high school. This is the first time the game has been at Army in 77 years. Wow. And this is the 101st meeting between the two schools. I'm not going to lie. I think, oh, gosh, seven and a half. Over and under set up 46. So I'm guessing they're expecting like a 26 to 20 type ball game. I think it's going to be even low scoring than that possibly in a way. It could be like a 17 to 14 type ball game. Yeah. Like in a couple like a couple of years ago, I believe it was, or 10 years ago or however how long it was. But Navy, I think Army's got the better quarterback on the field. Yeah. Because it showed, I mean, Navy yeah. – I think I think this Army's got the better quarterback, and I think they're gonna have. I mean, the Army has Army opens up the passing game a lot more than Navy does. If that makes any sense as well. Yeah, that's not the Navy's uh, mo. Yeah, and then Navy say nothing no, against. No, and that's and yeah. that's really. Go ahead. That's really the reason I took Army, John. Um, I mean, Navy can't stop the pass. We saw it. We saw it with Memphis a few weeks back. Uh, I think this game is gonna be. Uh, a, a ten point game. I think I think Army's just going to be too much for them. I don't think Navy's nothing against Navy, but Navy's got problems this year. We we all know that. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. Army's going to. Yeah, Army should pull that seven point victory out. But I think it could be an ugly ball game between both teams. It could really well be. Yeah, I expect right. a close uh, game. Up next, we've got. Oh, Army's go ahead, Okay. All right. I'm going to cover. Uh, up next, we got number 19, North Carolina traveling to Miami to take on the number 10 Miami Hurricanes. Miami's a three-point favorite. This is going to be a good game today on ABC at 2.30. Um, it really is going to come down to what North Carolina team shows up. Uh, if the Florida State-North Carolina team shows up, that's not good. Uh, but give me – Miami to get the win today. Uh, I think Miami will win by at least six points. Derek King's just going to be too much for him, I think. Go ahead, John. Well, at least somebody can watch that game. But anyways, um, Direct TV Universal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It must, be, it must be nice to have four games going on Wednesday, right, Wes? But uh, no, I think. Like you said, depending on what North Carolina team shows up, King has got that offense been clicking on all cylinders lately. Looks like he's been – he's like a Michael Vick out there lately to me. But uh, give me the U. I think Miami's at home for a reason. And, uh, yeah, Miami should cover that three and a half. Part of me wants to pick, pick North Carolina, but I just can't do it. Um. Yeah, give me Miami. I think they're going to be too much. I, I've already picked enough shockers. 
<laughs> All right. Uh, up you know, next, you're... we've got Duke and Florida State. Florida State is a favorite in this game at three and a half. Uh, John, are you going to pick the Knowles today to get the win? Both teams have been struggling big time. No, uh, I think it's in the end of the year for uh, David Cookcliffe. I really do. I think it's the end of his era because it, you know, I don't think I think there's more. I think Archie's not. It's not Archie. Yeah, is it Archie? Uh, Archie's son is definitely not going to go to Duke. Yeah. I think no. Cutcliffe, I think it's the end of the year for Duke or Cutcliffe. Uh, no hard feelings there because I do like him as a head coach, but I think it's the end of the year for him. But uh, what offense is going to show up for Duke? Mm-hmm. Well, I, can say the, I can say the same thing for Florida State because Florida State has been struggling with points as well. But uh, I think Norvell is going to say, okay, guys, let's finish the year strong and then let's just get ready for year two under me. And see what happens down the road in Tallahassee. But uh, yeah, Florida State, seven points yeah. or something like that. Uh, I think Florida State will get the win today. Uh, I completely agree. I think David Cutcliffe's era is probably over with in Duke. Uh, I think he's done a good job at Duke. I don't take anything from him. Um, give me Florida State to get the win. Uh, I think Mike Norvell's got a few more horses on his roster than David Cutcliffe does at Duke. Uh, and uh, very interested to see how the Mike Norvell era will turn out in Florida State. I think this year has been pretty bumpy, to say the least. Um, but I think that quarterback change that he made, uh, bringing in that freshman, I think kind of rejuvenated that offense a little bit. Give me Florida State to get the win today. What about you, Kristen? Yeah. Um, I, I wasn't sold on Blackman. So I think, like you said, when they made that change, they, they kind of just – turn their season around um a little bit not not you know but he's still got a lot to prove there uh but I think today's a good um should be a good indicator of if the team's heading in the right direction um that was a rebuild before he got there I mean that team that's you know they he has a lot of work to do there um but like you said I think Florida State's going to get the win today they should be able to beat Duke um, at home, and they'll cover the three and a half. That's kind of a low low spread, though. But yeah, but I, that's that's two low teams too. Yeah, that's true. John, you got Wake Forest and you got Louisville. Louisville's a two point favorite. Can Scott Satterfield pull out one more win this year at Louisville? Uh, I think he can. I, th- I think they'll beat Wake Forest. I'm sorry. Uh, let me take that back. I don't think they can. I think Wake Forest will beat Louisville today uh, and get the quote-unquote upset. Um, interesting development. I, would, uh, I mean, players are still optioning out like crazy this week. Another player for Wake Forest named uh, Kenneth Walker, a Memphis native, optioned out this year as well. Um, you know, I've been talking about the running game and third down conversions with you and Christian in the past, and it's going to come down to third down conversions this game as well. Uh, Wake Forest has been struggling running the football as of late because I don't know what's going on. They 
He's like a poor running back rotation, just like Memphis does at times. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Y'all talked about Louisville. They've been uh, – what's their record right now? They're three and seven. They think it's going to be a shootout down in uh, – if Wake – hopefully Wake Forest does not have a setback like they did against North Carolina in the second half. If uh, Wake Forest can get up by two touchdowns, I think it's going to be hard for Louisville to catch up because Louisville does not – I mean, they do have some decent skilled players on offense. But I think in this game, I'm, I won't let you know straight up. I think Wake Forest has the coaching advantage. I like Clawson a lot better than their coach at Louisville. Mm-hmm. That makes any sense because I think I, like it's, I think it's going to come down to third down convergence and running the football in this game as well. Wake Forest – Pulled an upset in Louisville, and they can enjoy Papa John's for dinner at Louisville. Yeah, I'm with you, John. I think Wake Forest is just going to be too much for Louisville. Louisville's had a down season. Um, I don't see it getting turned around today against the Demon Deacons. All right, uh, up next, we've got USC and UCLA. I think USC is the best team in the Pac-12. They're not being talked about. Um, they're undefeated right now. Clay Helton's done an amazing job there. His seat always seems to be hot, but they're undefeated. Give me yeah. USC to get the rivalry win today against UCLA. I think it's going to be close, uh, but I think you see USC will end up getting the win. John, what about you? I said three-point favorite for Southern Cal, correct, though? Yes. Okay. I love both coaches in this game. It's going to be a fun game between the coaches and see what they kind of trick plays, throw the ball downfield at times, get a little bit sidetracked and just do a fake punt or something similar to that, you know. This yep. is a robbery game. Um, yeah, like you said, I think Southern Cal and Colorado right now are definitely the top two in the Pac-12. And I think Southern Cal will go into Los Angeles. We're already in Los Angeles. But, uh, yeah, they should just have fun. And let's go Southern Cal. Yeah. I, I, like, uh, I, like, I like UCLA. I mean, UCLA is always tough at home. But Southern Cal – has definitely got, I think, the more mm, younger staff, that makes any sense. <laughs> and to me, and to me, that's what yeah, a lot they of do. College... They, got, they got T Martin up there. No, T Martin's at Tennessee now. I'm back. Go ahead. Yeah, T's at T Martin as a wide receiver coach. But I think the younger generation is where a lot of teams are going with their staff lately as well. But I think Southern Cal, yeah, will win that UCLA. More than three. Maybe you like my 10. Yeah, I think Southern Cal's a good right, football pitcher. team. I just, you know, what are they what are they playing for this year? Because they're not going to get in the playoff. So they're just kind of, you know, playing for a champ- conference championship, something like that. Um, playing for the Rose Bowl. I mean, yeah, they're, they're, they're playing for a Rose Bowl bid, I would guess. Yeah, which is, you know, that's a very uh, prestigious bowl to play in um but yeah 
Give me the Trojans. I don't think they'll lose this year. I think they'll win out. Until the Pac-12 All right. Uh, up next, we've got Wisconsin. Two-point favorite going to Iowa to take on the Hawkeyes. Give me give me Iowa in this game. Uh, Wisconsin had a big loss last week against uh, Indiana. I think Iowa, just with their style of play, uh, is going to just uh, – it's, it's going to be a smash them. Uh, smash them up, uh, smash mouth football game today at Iowa. But give me Iowa to win, John. Snooze fest. Set your yeah. alarms. Both teams like to run the ball, and Iowa. You know, I'm going with Wisconsin. I think they're going to come go into Iowa and make a statement here and say, "Hey." But again, their quarterback better not throw no interceptions against Iowa's defense because it's going to be a long day for Wisconsin if that's the case. Yeah, it's always hard to pick when these two teams play because they're pretty, they're very similar in their style of play. But I kind of like – I like Iowa more in this one. I just think uh, they're going to um, stick to the run game and control the, control the game. And Wisconsin – yeah, the key for Wisconsin is if they can – if they don't turn the ball over, which – Iowa's defense is pretty good, and they like to turn the other team over. So, uh, I think Iowa, if they can win the turnover battle, that they'll get the win today. Well, John, who is your spicy and icy coach this week? What coach do you feel like is on the hot seat, and what coach do you feel like is not, man? You know, I'm going to go with the Buffalo coach not being on the hot seat. I think Turner Gill is still their football coach, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Buffalo has definitely showed a lot of spark in their running game lately. And it showed in that 400-plus running game from their running back that game, it felt like. Um, Turner Gill is, good, is one of the better underrated coaches, is, in my opinion, that could basically – Lead for a better job in the near future. Yeah, yeah. All right, spicy. Ice? Or spicy? No, that was my like. Yeah, it's spicy. Yeah, spicy. You know, that's a tough one because coaches are leaving for different positions left year in year out, which I'll get to in a little bit. I don't know if y'all brought it up yet, but uh, I'm gonna go. Yeah, with, we did. Yeah, yeah, we did. Okay. Well, I'll talk about it, in my opinion, as well in the next few minutes. But, uh, all right. Wow. Uh, gosh, guys, that's a really tough one again. But if I had to go with one, I'm going to go with the Navy coach. I think, however you pronounce his last name. No. Uh, but uh, I think Ken Natamalaloya. Yeah, I won't call it. Coach Ken is good for me, but, uh, no, say it. No. Say it. <laughs> say it, John. No, I can't. But, yeah, I think the coach from Navy, I think, is either going to resign or basically retire after this year. I think he's just going to – I think they want somebody new at Navy. Maybe, like, a younger type 
Ryan Silverfield, for example. <laughs> He's going to leave Memphis? Are you saying so? No, I'm, no, I'm saying no. Phil's no, going to go to Navy? <laughs> I'm say, no, I'm saying a younger oh, coach. I was like, like what? Silverfield. I think he, I think he no. said he's going to oh, leave okay. Memphis for Navy. If that are you, happens. John, are you on um, Are you on air right now saying Silverfield's going to leave Memphis for going for Navy? No, I'm saying Navy needs a younger <laughs> oh, coach like okay. Ryan Silverfield to take over. <laughs> Okay, I think okay. Navy is looking. Yeah, I think Navy. Sure. I think the Navy coach is just old school to me now these days. I like him as a coach. Don't get me wrong, but I think he's just kind of old school. My spicy and icy this week. My icy is Jamie Chadwell. His is his his seat ain't ain't hot at all. It's cold. Uh, my spicy. Whew. Um, Jimmy Chadwell might say that seven-year extension soon. I'm going to say Kevin Sumlin at Arizona. You give up 70 points yeah. last night to your bitter rival in Arizona State. You don't show up at all in that game. I mean, the opening kickoff was ran back for a touchdown. Uh, his, wow. His, Really? His seat's got to be the hottest in the country, I think. Yes. The opening kickoff was ran back. Yeah, they started off terrible. They lost 70 to 7 last night. It was at home. That's my hot seat. (laughs) At home. Yes. At home. Exactly. Uh, Christian Hoosier, spicy and icy this week. Yeah. um, I'm going to go with my spicy. You got, you know, Jeremy Pruitt. I don't think they can lose to Vanderbilt today. I don't. Um, oh no, well, he you love Jeremy Vanderbilt. Pruitt. They won't even. They won't even let him back on the bus. Yeah. So, you know, they're going to get it. He's not going to be there if they lose to Vanderbilt. Let's just say that. Um, but. My IC, it's going to be Nick Saban. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, um, it ain't hot. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. That that's too easy. I'm not gonna do that. Um, uh, Here's a bonus IC. Sam Pittman. His seat is not hot. The Arkansas fans love him. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I'm gonna do. go with um, the Florida Florida coach. Can't think of his name. Dan Mullen. Dan Mullen. Dan Mullen. Yeah, he he. I think he solidified his um, you know, his place this year. He he had a lot to prove that coming into this year. I think, and he and he did it. And he, and Trask is his guy. <clears throat> and Trask is actually in the Heisman run race right now. And he if he can uh win today and then beat Alabama, man, uh, they're sitting pretty. Yeah, they are. They are. Uh, Dan Mullen's done a great job there. Great job. Uh, John, uh, on the Blake Anderson thing, you want to give your, uh, give your rebuttal? Um, I just hope there's, I think there's gotta be more to it. I think he, didn't want to start fresh somewhere where he, I mean, like I've read an article this week 
or after the news came out, saying he is happy in Jonesboro, but when God and has told me when it's time to leave because of the memories and you know his wife and the whole yeah. city of Jonesboro, I think when it's time to leave, God is going to give me that sign. I don't know if y'all saw that article or not. But that's what yeah. I think. Well, I read also, and I but, but I, think, I just found this yeah. out yesterday at work. But his dad also passed away, and I didn't realize. Oh that. wow! So, like I said earlier in the show, you wasn't on the show at this point in time. Um, no. you were running late, but I um, I'll sleep. I'll sleep in. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um. So what? <laughs> What I'm thinking is, John, I'm thinking is Blake Anderson just needed a change of scenery. He just needed something different to, you know, just to kind of open his mind up and be able to kind of start fresh, like you said. Uh, I yeah. don't think it gets much much different than Jonesboro, Arkansas to Utah. Uh, I think he'd be wanting to change the scenery. He definitely accomplished that. Uh, John, it's been another good week well, on the well, show. He's also, he's, he, I mean, hang on, hang on. I'm not done with the show yet. I got to talk a little bit more about my details real quick. You should have been on but, time. Uh, no, I'm just okay, kidding. go ahead. <laughs> exactly. Somebody, somebody worked till five, four o'clock in the morning. Give me a break for once. Be great. <laughs> but anyways, I think, you, you know. got mad. He, hey, you know he is born in Jonesboro as well. I don't know if you know that fact or not. Yeah, I, I but, didn't know that. But uh, yeah, I think I think I'm. I saw one report also that he was maybe forced out. He'll be forced out of Arkansas State this year. But I'm like, I hope that's not the case, especially with his wife dying and like you just said, his dad dying this year. But uh, like you said, I think like a Utah State program right now, like the news came out yesterday that they're not playing Colorado State. Because the dadgum president or whoever it is, not liking somebody or religious belief or something similar to that, do you really want to now? I know you've already signed the bottom line of the papers and whatnot. Do you really want to be? Deal, do you really, yeah, but do you really want to be in that mess now after all those reports yesterday? I mean, here's the thing with those reports. I, I've read a couple of different articles on it. Uh, I don't – I'm thinking, and I could be wrong on this, but I'm thinking that he was taken out of context and exactly what he said. Um, I saw an article this, last night that said, that said exactly that, that he was taken out of context. Um, and he did not – you know, it wasn't meaning it in that way. Now, do I know? No, none of us do. Um, I think uh, I think he he will do a good job there. I'm I'm very interested to see how he can turn that program around. Yeah. Uh, I think he's a proven winner. I, I, I there's no doubt about that. He's a proven winner. He's won everywhere he's been. Uh, he's a players coach. Players love to play for him. And he um, recruits yeah, like it's, crazy. It's, it's, it's good. Yeah. I he think it could be very very interesting. Yeah, I, the Mountain West will definitely be interesting with him being the head coach there. They got so many great coaches in that conference. They really do as well. Um, all right, guys. Who's your top four right now? My top four right now is number one, Alabama. Number two, uh, Notre Dame. Number three, Clemson. And number four, Texas A&M. That's my top four. 
I think I could agree to that because Texas, I mean, Texas A&M, you know, has that head-to-head over Florida as well. Right. From the, from the previous game. So, I think I can agree to that because, I mean, that's the reason I'm bringing this topic up. I'm going to bring this topic up. Are y'all a big fan of what the Big Ten actually did this week? Me, I'm not. I think Ohio State. No, I'm not either. It's not surprising, though. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not surprised by it at all. But like we talked about this at, at the beginning of the show, if you're the Pac-10, you knew this was going to happen. You didn't set up for any type of Big Ten, but yeah, COVID-related issue at all. Or yeah, sorry, Big Ten. If you're the Big Ten, you knew this was going to happen. You started late. I understand you didn't have the protocols you wanted, so that's why you didn't start late. I I get that. But what I don't get is you create a rule, and then when it doesn't work out like you wanted to. Then you go change it so you can keep on doing. I mean, I just I don't think it's right. I know that's not a popular opinion. There's a lot of Ohio State fans that will disagree with me, and that's fine. But I don't think they should be able to play for the Big Ten championship. I don't think they should be able to play for the playoff, and I don't think they should be number four in the country. Yeah, I'm starting to think. You know, I think Ohio State should have found another game that somebody else canceled on, just because of that six game rule, but. I just disagree that I think what they want, they really want Ohio State to basically play in that champ, in that four game playoff. That's why I yeah. think like, a, yeah. like they want a, the money. That's they want the money and everything. And that I hope Norton Weston really beats Ohio State next week. To be honest with you, now yeah, you know, I want more. I, I want more. Oh, I said it. I said it earlier on the show. I hope Northwestern beats the crap out of, of Ohio State. I hope they take out the quarterback. Hope it take out. Oh Lord. I mean, I do. I mean, because it's not fair. It's not fair. It's yeah. not right. And it's all a joke. It's all about money. And like Christian, I talked about earlier, do you really see the college football playoff having uh, Alabama play uh, Ohio State and have Clemson play Notre Dame? I don't see it happening. Uh, I, I, I mean, of course, Clemson and uh, them are going to Clemson and Notre Dame are going to play again. There's a lot of different scenarios that can happen. We just got to let it play out and see how it does. But I got a gut feeling Ohio State's going to still be in it unless Northwestern can beat them in the Big Ten Championship. All right, here's another thing. If Notre Dame beats Clemson again, we got Clemson coming out of the top four, right? They're not going to be in the top four no more, right? No, they can't. Yes, yes, yes. No, they can't. Yeah, exactly. So if Florida beats Alabama – do you still keep Alabama in your top four? Yeah. It depends. It all depends. It all depends on if Florida beats them, it depends on how they beat them. If Florida beats them handedly, say they blow them out. I'm not saying they will, but say they blow them out, then no, Alabama should not be because the committee said Texas A&M shouldn't be in because they got blew out by Alabama. Well, the same should apply to Alabama if Florida blows them out. If Florida blows Alabama out, I think that will make Florida leapfrog Texas A&M and put them in. And I think they would deserve that because they beat Alabama like they did. Now, if it's a close game, no. I don't think they'd drop Alabama out. I think if Alabama loses and it's a close game, you see two, um, you will see two uh, SEC teams in being Alabama number one, Florida number four. I don't think that they'll have Florida play Alabama again in the first round of the playoff, though, I think they'll split them up. 
That's why, like, it's going to get year, interesting. That's for sure. That's why this year with COVID, oh, it's going to get really like interesting. Eight, I'd like a sixteen-team playoff this year with COVID. They'll never do. Yeah, <laughs> they'll never. I think. I think the biggest it'll get will be eight. I think eight's the maximum number. I. It would not shock me down the line, John, if we don't see a group of five playoff and a power five playoff. I w- it would not shock me one bit. Top three in your Heisman right now. Uh, my top three Heisman right now would have to be Mac Jones, number one. Uh, I would put Trevor Lawrence at number three. And I would probably put... Um, I think the quarterback at Notre Dame has had a Ian great Book. season. Uh, yeah, Ian Book. I think I think I think Ian Book has played well enough to be a Heisman. Yeah, I agree. I think Ian Book's kind of he hasn't got uh, the uh, praise he deserves. He's got that team undefeated right now and playing really good ba- good ball. Um, so, but like you said, Mac Jones, I think. What he's doing at Alabama, I mean, you just – he is tearing it up, like putting Joe Burrow-like numbers up. And Trask as well. It's going to be a – it's oh, going to yeah. be a, yeah. a toss-up between them two, I think. I think Trask, Jones oh, – it's not in no order, really. I think Jones, Trask, and then I just got this gut feeling Justin Fields will be in it. Yeah, I can see it. But um, I think that Alabama-Florida uh, SEC championship will decide the Heisman. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree. It will. It will. It, it, it's going to come down to Matt Jones or Kyle Pitts. I completely agree. A game that you were looking forward to this week that was canceled, I will go with the Ole Miss at Texas A&M game. Yeah, that would have well, been a good one. my game. That was the game I was looking forward to. Yeah, that 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 was the exact game I was looking forward to this week. I think that would have been a high scoring affair in that game as well. I think it would have been fourteen hundred yeah. plus total yards in that game. A and M would have won though. Yeah, A and M would have probably pulled it out because at home in College Station with a hundred thousand people still going to their games. Well, well, there's not there's not that many people at their games now. They've got, I know, but it I feels think like down it. to a twenty five percent capacity. Yeah, they still. That feels it's like it. Arkansas <laughs> there. there was a, it seemed like there was a lot of players, a lot of fans. Yeah, there was a lot of fans. John, you got anything else? It's Coach almost football time. It's almost 11 Listen, o'clock. I'll give like five more minutes, okay? Coach of the Year always... Nation? Yep. All right. Coach of the Year National Coach of the Year? Yep. Uh, I think um, – Man, I think you got to look at Sam Pittman. I'm sorry, I just do. I think it's yeah. just the job he's done and the way that program has turned around. Well, who, uh, and just who, would, who else would you only, put there? Not only how they. Uh, I think I'm you got to like, give Saban. I mean, I think you got to give Saban. A, oh yeah, but that's uh, the common I think one. Brian Kelly's. I think Brian Kelly's done a very good job. Um, Brian Kelly's done a good job at Notre Dame. Uh, I think if you look at Coastal Carolina, I think Jamie Chadwell could be in the running for it. Just how, uh, um, just Jeremy how Pruitt, no, prevalent they are. I mean, you just 
Uh, definitely not Jeremy Pruitt. Um, John, <laughs> I mean, what about you? Who do you think? Yeah, I think it's going to be between Sam Pittman and Jimmy Chad or Jimmy, the Coastal Carolina coach. Coastal Carolina and Arkansas were predicted to finish last in their conferences, especially Coastal Carolina. Who would have thought Coastal Carolina would be undefeated, predicted to finish last in the Sun Belt? Yeah. I think you got to look at um, uh, Jimbo Fisher as well as uh, Dan Mullen, too. Hugh Freeze. I mean, yeah, Hugh Freeze has done an amazing job at Liberty this year. Eli uh, Drinkowitz. I mean, man, there's, maybe. there's numerous different ones. Prayers to Hugh Freeze since he tested positive. What about you, way. John? Like, yeah, I don't really think Jimmy yeah. and Sam yeah. Pittman are the top two in my book right now because Arkansas had predicted to finish with, what, two or three wins again this year from a person like me. But uh, not even that for some people. I know. I had a really, you know, going zero to ten before the season even started. But I was like, I just think Arkansas – but like you said, I told – to be honest with you, Wes, when we, when we did our predictions early in the year, I really forgot – Arkansas hired Browse as offense coordinator. I know they had Odom as the defense, but the defense was been questionable yeah. with them in, in, in the past. The line for the Arkansas-Alabama game is now 30. It's going down a point. Points. It went down two points. It's dropped two points. That's good. Maybe by in the next 15 minutes, it'll drop 30 more. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I think – yeah, I think if you look at Sam Pittman, the hire for him as the head coach was a great hire, but the staff that he hired made that hire even better. Exactly. Uh, Dan, um, uh, I'm not Dan, um, sorry, Kendall Browse does an amazing job with that offense. Uh, he works really hard with the quarterbacks, we can tell. And that's a pretty uh, tricky little offense. I mean, when they get going in NASCAR, it's fast. I mean, mm -hmm. they're snapping the ball. I think they said in an average of like 10 seconds. I mean, it's very fast. But at the same time, I well, think that often, in a way, very similar. Um, I think with Arkansas, though, they can get going too fast and then yes. their defense is wore out because their offense is on the field for, today for a they, total of today they're 45 to seconds block. for three plays. Yes, they are. And that's exactly what I alluded to when we talked about the game, Christian. They're going to have to run clock today. They're going to have to eat the clock up as much as they can, and they can't make mistakes. And Pittman knows that. You can't – I mean, one thing I like about Sam Pittman, John, is how honest he is. Mm -hmm. He point blank calls it like it is. I mean, they asked him about their chances to beat Alabama. And I think his first statement was, it's going to take a perfect game by us and an unperfect game by them. And then he said – how often does that happen? I mean, he's just being honest, and I and I love it. I think the players love it. I know the fans love it. The fans enjoy it. Um, yeah, I I think Pittman is has earned every right to be national coach of the year. The year, yeah, year two in Sam Pittman. I mean, the key is is uh, Browse and Odom going to be staying at Arkansas? Maybe I think they'll so. be. Yeah, I think so. Also, I think you just got to keep them in Arkansas to be I successful saw where, in the long run. Where Browse might go to Arkansas State, but nah. I mean, I honestly, I honestly think that Pittman brought them in knowing stay. that other teams are going to want them. 
But exactly. I think he brought them in to stay. I think he brought them in to build this program. And I mean, for all we know, you could have Kendall Browse as a coach in waiting after Pittman. I mean, I don't think that's a bad move if you're Arkansas. Uh, yeah, but I think Pittman's going to do an amazing job there. I said it. I said it at the during the preseason show. John and I did. And when you go back and look at the hires in the SEC this year, with Leach, uh, Drinkowitz, um, all of them, I think Pittman's going to turn out to be the best hire. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. I got a question regarding NFL real quick, and then I'll be. Uh, is it the end for Tom Brady right. and Tampa Bay? Will Tampa Bay make the playoffs? Uh, I uh, do not think they'll make the playoffs. I don't think it's. I don't think it's the end for Tom Brady. I think Tom Brady will stick around for another two, three years. Yeah, but I think he won't be. Yeah, I don't think. I think, man, like I don't know if y'all saw it or not, but ESPN and was basically talking crazy about Antonio Brown again this week, <laughs> talking about how he's buying fancy cars left and right, and, and then he hasn't really, you know, produced as he's a, balling, John. A he's balling. Yeah, he's balling all that cash. <laughs> yeah, that man's got but, uh, money. Let him spend his money. Crap. But uh, what about this game going into Buffalo? He can't this buy a catch, but he can buy a car. I understand. Yeah. Huh? I think I'm looking forward to this Pittsburgh-Buffalo matchup this week as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be a good matchup. Uh, Josh Allen is, to me, one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Uh, I love watching that guy play. Uh, really has a strong arm, uh, can make all the throws all the way around. That Buffalo defense is really impressive as well. And uh, Oliver. Pittsburgh, um, you know, um, I don't know, man. Uh, Washington knocked him off last week. I'm not a sold surprising on win uh, at Pittsburgh. Um, I like Buffalo in that matchup, to be honest, John. I think Buffalo is a really good team in the AFC, and I think they're a team to look out for. If you could do it all, like the draft, I know I was watching a little bit of the NFL Network the other day at work. They're talking about, you know, regarding stuff like this, like Josh Allen, Baker Mayfield, Lamar Jackson. Like, if we would do it all over again, who would you draft number one? And Josh I Allen. Wrote, yeah, I think Josh Allen has basically showed it this year alone. Yeah. Mayfield's and, starting to yeah, – I would say Josh Allen number one. I. Yeah. Mayfield's think, getting it going, but I, I – and, I mean, don't get me wrong. I think Mayfield coming out of college was the number one player in the country. I don't think there's any qualms about it. But Josh Allen's going to turn out to be the better pro, pro quarterback, I think. Yeah, he is. What about what, what about this Adam Gase, man? I was like, how does he still have a job, but he fires a defensive coordinator because, yeah, he might have threw the game last week because – that he's tired of it. I know there's problems between them two, but you just don't blitz on third and 10 with about 10 seconds to go in the game. You send everybody back, and next thing you know, the Raiders go down the field on that Hail Mary pretty much and win the ball game. Yeah. Yeah. Questionable. Yeah, uh, Adam, Adam Gase has got – questionable to say the least. Uh, Greg Williams, as we know, is a good defensive coordinator. We saw it in New Orleans. We've seen it uh, with the Rams. Uh, numerous different teams around the country, around the NFL. Uh, I think if you look at the Jets, uh, 
obviously they're 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 probably going to end up with the number one draft pick overall. Uh, I think you give Adam Gase a chance. I know that's not popular. I know that nobody likes him. Um, I don't unless unless you're going to go snag a guy like a Harbaugh or like a Dabo or somebody like that out of the professional out of the college ranks, then. I think you hold on to Gase and see exactly what he can do with the number one draft pick. The issue is they've already had a number one draft pick in Sam Darnold, and we see how that turned out. So you got to put weapons around him. You got to build a team around him, and that's the problem with the Jets. Yeah. And my last question regarding the NFL, um, Jalen Hurts, was it long overdue that he should have started sooner, or is it – Right out I don't, of time with that. I don't think – I like Jalen Hurts, but, you know, he's still got a lot to prove. I mean, uh, I don't think Wentz is good is the guy either, though. Uh, but I'm almost no. – I'm, I'm kind of – I kind of think that Philly needs to – I mean, give Hurts a chance. But if it doesn't work out, they may just need – they may need part ways with Wentz. Well, but here's the thing. Wentz has got so much money tied up. So if you part ways with Wentz this year, I think it costs you – I think it costs the Eagles like $59 million. If you Good part grief. ways with him ne- after next season, it costs you like – yeah, exactly. It costs you like $29 million. 30. So I don't see them parting ways. I don't see them parting ways with Wentz right now, but – I think if you throw Jalen Hurts out there, see what he does. Uh, if it's not good and not what you want, I think you have to start looking at possibly being able to trade Wentz in the offseason. Yeah. Um, uh, maybe to move up in the draft to get one of these good quarterbacks that's going to be coming out. Because there's a very talented quarterback class coming out this year in the in the draft. Um, I think if you look at them, that's what they need to do. You think I, they need in to my keep, opinion. What about the head coaching now? Peterson, uh, yeah. Peterson's okay. I mean, yeah, I've, I, I think Peterson's all right. Um, I mean, you won a Super Bowl, so that's going to get you, you know, a couple years. But uh, I, I think a lot of the issue – their offensive line's horrible, John. I mean, they can't – they can't keep yeah. Carson Wentz up. I don't know what makes any everybody think they're going to be able to keep Jalen Hurts up, but uh, yeah, yeah, I think that uh, you got to hold on to Wentz. But I think you try to get you try to you try to ship him out, and I don't know that anybody will jump on that contract. But I think you try to ship him out uh, while you while you've got a chance. Wentz can Wentz will play somewhere. He, I'm not. I don't think Wentz is a terrible quarterback. I just think I just don't think it's working at Philly. I just. And it could be the O-line problems or whatever, but he just hasn't got really – aside from that year where they, they did go, what, undefeated one year or something? Or they had a good year one year. But when he got, like but he got hurt. Three. Yeah, they got a hurt. good year. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> and they brought Foles in, and Foles right. ended up winning the, winning the Super Bowl. It, it, it's very interesting. What, do, I could, what, I, what you got, I also, I also could see Carson Wentz maybe landing in a spot in Denver as well to help Drew Locke out a little bit. Maybe. Yeah. Very true. Okay, we have a basketball game also today, Wes, between Memphis and – I didn't think about that. Yeah, we also have a basketball game on the SEC Optinet channel that's been changing times like crazy as well this week. 
How do you see the Memphis Auburn basketball game? This at yeah. Auburn, they're, they're playing Auburn. Huh? Like uh, yeah, they're playing Auburn today in Atlanta. It's a neutral site game. Uh, I I know Auburn's good. I know Bruce Pearl is a very good coach, and he's going to have his team prepared. Uh, I what I question is Memphis's preparation for this game. Uh, I want to see more movement on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, I'm, I'm really tired of seeing just everybody standing around and letting everybody ISO and play one-on-one basketball. I don't get it. Um, but I think it's going to be a very good game. I don't think Memphis will win the game. I think Auburn will end up getting the win. But I think it's going to be a good basketball game today. And I, I'd like to have a chance to watch it if I can. We got Notre Dame, Kentucky as well. Will Kentucky drop their fourth 30. game? Well, real quick regarding that Memphis Auburn game, they are about evenly matched from the field goal percentage, the three points, the turnovers, the steals, the assists. Pretty much, they're even going into that game. I don't know if Auburn's got their best player playing in that game as well. There's talks that he might not play that game, but I think my question is: Are you going to leave? I know, like we talked about with was it um, Boogie? Was it Boogie that had? Yeah, Boogie had that twenty-something points in the first few games. Coming off the bench, are you going to do the same? Is Nolly still going to come off the bench and score your 20 points like he's been doing? I know the competition, like Mississippi Valley is Mississippi Valley. But uh, my problem is right now with this team is like a little bit of still unselfish basketball, shooting the three ball so quick in the play clock or shot clock. And they're averaging about 29 threes a game and only making like eight of them. But, uh, Notre Dame at Kentucky, you said? Christian? Yeah, that's an interesting game. If Kentucky – or you know, that's a game I could see them losing. And we got Clemson, Alabama. <laughs> that you, Normally you see that in football and be like, wow. But that's it's a basketball game today between those two teams. But, yeah, Arkansas, UCA. And oh, today's the, uh, today's the SEC – is today the SEC ACC challenge, John, or no? They've been doing it. Wait a minute. Well, Georgia yeah. Tech played. Yeah, Georgia Tech played Kentucky in that classic, so that didn't count for one. And then the UCA Bears it, I, are going to play play the Razorbacks today. That'll be interesting. Oh, really? I didn't realize UCA played today. That's a nice game. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be very. But yeah, I think uh, college you know, basketball I, is is cranking up. It, it's it's going to be fun to watch. Of course. With football going on, it's kind of hard to cover both. But once football ends and mm-hmm. basketball gets in full swing, we'll definitely jump on the basketball uh, landscape as well. Also, and, fans – And the preseason starts today we, uh, for some people. It does. It does. The Grizzlies, you're so two. You've got, so you've got the Lady Tigers play at 11 today. Tiger football is at 245. Uh, Tiger basketball is at 4, and then the Grizzlies play at 7 tonight. It's a, it's a jam-packed Memphis uh, sports day. Also, fans – we mentioned it on the show or on the page earlier this week. We will be changing our name uh, just to uh, branch out and be able to get uh, different guests, uh, some some bigger name guests, things of that nature. Uh, we're going to be posting that later this afternoon a list of, uh, say, five to seven names, and we're going to allow y'all to vote on those names. Uh, whoever the fans vote on, uh, whatever name the fans vote on, we will pick. Uh, but we want to thank everyone out there for all your support on this show so far. 
Uh, Real quick. All three of Follow us on YouTube John, and iHeartRadio, please. <laughs> That's what I was just getting ready to say. Uh, John, Christian, and I, all three, are working very hard, very hard, week in, week out on this show. Uh, we are now on iHeartRadio. You can download the app. Go to the search bar, type in, type in College Pick'em with Wes and John, and we will pull up on there. Uh, also on our podcast page as well and uh, on YouTube. Uh, subscribe to us. Hit the little bell notification button. That way you know when we're on. Um, but, guys, thank you very much for watching the show today. Uh, it's been another good show of College Pick'em with Wes and John. Week 15 of college football is upon us. Getting ready to kick off here in just a few minutes. Uh, John, Christian, thank you very much for being on the show once again this week. We've had another great time, guys. Uh, look forward to next week, and we will see you guys later. Thanks, guys. Appreciate